We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Hit the guys up on the law office's Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. Looking left, lobs end zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You've got to be kidding me. What a moment. There's a play action. Deep drop. There it is. Caleb looking deep. Let's it fly. Marvin behind the defense. Got it! Bam! Peter! Marvelous! Win column Sooners. Game over. Final score of the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma 47 and Oregon 32. And Bob Stoops comes out of retirement to lead the Sooners to victory in San Antonio. Da-da-da-da-da. 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 Will I never be to Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Thursday. New Year's Eve, Eve morn. Toby and TJ back with you. I'm live in San Antonio. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. What a night. What a night last night for a team that had preseason national title hopes for it to end in the Alamo Bowl. It couldn't have been more magical. And that sentence makes no sense unless you lived this year. And if you did, you understand it. I um I did. I don't know that I still understand. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was the way it all well, played out. I'm not sure if it I understand, but uh I I certainly enjoyed it. If you'll allow me a brief recap, TJ. Okay, okay. And there isn't time for me to touch on every element, but in short. A season opener moved by a hurricane. <laughs> Remember that? No, I honestly I forgot that till you mentioned it, but yes, I do remember that. The fiftieth anniversary of the game of the century, correct? The first walk-off field goal in OU history. The biggest comeback in the history of the OU Texas rivalry. Yes, a fox on the field. <laughs> a true freshman quarterback takes over. For the preseason Heisman favorite, when they're undefeated. And not due to injury. A Caleb Williams teammate takeaway to save a loss at Kansas. (laughs) A double storming of the field by Baylor in Waco. The Jalen Redmond thick six as it's become called, against Iowa State. 
a stunning announcement by Lincoln Riley the day after a bedlam loss. Bob Stoops rides in off the golf course on a white horse to calm the storm. Literally off the golf course. And Brent Venables returns to take the reins of the Crimson and Cream. Capped off by a bowl game coached by a man who already has a statue. And in that game, there was a touchdown pass to his son. And in that uh, and that guy, the previous week, had been uh, elected into the College Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> He squeezed that in between. Ladies and all gentlemen, that. I give you the 2021 Oklahoma football. Unbelievable. Season. Someone put out the picture last night of Bob with the twins. You know, he's got the knee down on the field. Uh, one of the yep. first picks he ever took here with Carol and this the This is the how kids. it started. This, yeah, yeah, and then, this yeah, it, yeah. then they had the touchdown with, with Drake catching the touchdown uh, from that little baby. Who do you want to hear from? Everyone. Uh, let me give you the Everyone. Uh-uh. We got Bob, we got Drake, we got Caleb. We got Kale, we got Brian Odom, we got Marvin Mims. You you uh, di- you dial me up in there. We're gonna get them all. I, uh, others I want to hear from before this guy because I listened to his stuff this morning. But people waking up want to hear Caleb and want to hear his comments. So we'll go Caleb first. Uh, Caleb did a press conference with other players in which he didn't really say anything revealing, and then uh, met with our Chris Plank afterwards. And and here's that. Caleb Williams, how's it feel to get a win like this tonight and persevere through everything? Uh, it's pretty awesome to be able to go through something like this with um, Lincoln Riley leaving and all the other coaches that went with them. Um, and to have a bunch of guys like Ty and, and Tanner Schaefer and all the other guys, Coach Gundy and all everybody that stepped up for, for this big moment to go 11-2. and two. Um, and then obviously on the defensive side, I can't. I mean, my offensive line, start there. Freaking love those guys that we've been able to do without them. Um, I had zero sacks is what I heard. Um, and I had how many ever passing yards, how many ever touchdowns. But KB had 140 on the ground and three touchdowns. That's pretty awesome. Um, and like I said, I'll, he he come back here and say it himself. But I'm going to say it for him. All credit goes to the offensive line. Um, and, and for the defensive side, they had a bunch of guys leave. They had Grinch leave and a bunch of other guys. So um, same side, same thing basically is all the guys that stepped up over there and, and, and persevered, like you said. And I can't be happy enough. <laughs> Um, to say that we're 11 to two, we got a bowl game and um, get to go out on a bank. Um, and I absolutely love everybody here, all the OU family, all the all the all my all my guys here um, for having to go through what we went through and then coming out with a big win like this. And 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 offensive side, explosive. I heard we went I think eight eight for eight streak for mm-hmm. each touchdown, 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 touchdown. And um, absolutely love everybody here. Um, to be able to go through what we went through. Um, D.C., office coordinator, head coach, and QB coach, um, and a bunch of other a bunch of other coaches that were here. Um, like I said, I can't I can't thank everybody enough, especially my O-line and KB, for making it just easier on me. Um, and all the OU, we had 59,000 people here, I think that's I crazy. saw. And that's crazy. And like I said, I love the OU family, OU fans for coming out and supporting us. Um, and I can't thank everybody enough. Now, I know you got uh, you talked about you got a vacation coming up, a decision to make, but how special is it to hear, you know, Brent Venables says, thinking yep. about the future of the program, pretty special, right? That's pretty special, pretty special. Take that into account, yes, I do, uh, for sure. Um, All right, guys, all hustle. JK, 
uh, take take that into account, and um, I really appreciate that. And uh, like I said, I take into account, um, and I, I'm looking forward. I haven't made any decisions. I haven't decided if I'm doing anything or nothing like that. Um, I am focusing on going to Hawaii. That have, have a good trip, man. Thank you. I don't know who that was that was whispering he's staying. I don't know who that was, but one of his teammates was there whispering, he's staying, he's staying. Uh, he did not say that last night. He said he'll make a decision. He's going to Hawaii. Uh, does this bother you? Are you upset with him over this? I'm not upset. I'm curious because everything we've seen screams he's coming back, yet he won't say it, and that – that has me scratching my head. I mean, even before the game last night. So we go back a week, week and a half, whatever it's been. He did, he does the podcast with Jeremiah Hall and Braden Willis. He, and I'm like, he wouldn't do that podcast and then leave and bell on those guys. That's odd. He would just turn down the podcast. Just say, not right now, guys. You know, I'm still thinking through some things. I can't do a podcast right now. Then minutes before the game kicks off last night, well, not minutes, hours before the game kicks off last night, the OU football Social medias put out that whole photo spread of him on the rooftop with the San Antonio skyline. And you're like, why would they do that and he do that if he's even thinking remotely about leaving? Like, doesn't he say, nah, it's probably not the best idea? Or they would have some idea and say, "Eh, we probably shouldn't do a photo shoot with Caleb. Let's go have one of the other guys. Do it with him. I I don't know. The the, the running around the stadium and blowing kisses. said last night. We're at next year with Caleb Williams yes. leading us. We're gonna yeah. uh, all the praise for him. He's running around with the cowboy hat last night. He's blowing kisses, like you said, but he just won't say it. And that's that's what's like. Why the draw out of it? If you know everything's all right, telling here's my him. Theory. All right, go ahead. This is driving Teddy crazy, by the way. It's driving me crazy, but I'm not. I'm not mad at him, but I just I'm curious of what's going on. I think that this is related to every reason why Sooner Nation loves Caleb Williams as well. Caleb Williams has a flair for the dramatic. That's why you love him, I, too. I agree. He, you, you, you had Spencer not showing emotion, and then you had this guy come onto the field who is a leader, who is waving at the crowd, who shows up at basketball games, signs autographs for kids. Uh, he's demonstrative on the field. He's a showman. Caleb Williams is a showman. Yes, there's he, no he doubt about night. that. Chris asked him one question, and he went for two and a half minutes. He hadn't had a chance to talk. He had so much he wanted to say. He can't wait to talk. He's got a flair for the dramatic. He's a showman. And now he knows he's got the stage. And I'm not even criticizing it. I'm just pointing it out that this is kind of why you like the guy, because he's got a flair for understanding the moment. Now, the other side of it is this. We are living in a day and age of free agency in college football. And all of the thought that went into Caleb coming to OU in the first place because Lincoln Riley was the quarterback whisperer who got guys to the number one pick in the draft and put them in the NFL, and even if it meant he had to walk on, that's where he was going to go. 
That's what's going to take place in Hawaii, and maybe it should have happened now. But he's going to sit down with Pops and say, all right, you know, what's the best for us going forward? And I think he's going to pick Oklahoma. I think he's going to stay. This is so anti the personality of Teddy. Teddy is (laughs) matter-of-fact, no fluff, don't need or want any attention, let's just do this. Right. And Caleb is a showman. He's he's got Baker's gene in that regard. He knows what he knows all eyes are on him at all times, wherever he goes. And he likes it. And that's nothing wrong with that. But that's part of what's what's going on here, I think. I tell you, maybe one, a large part. One thing I loved last night was when you're talking there, all that buildup of him, and when you mentioned his leadership, um, last night on field when Jalil Farouk, uh, they're about to get into that scuffle. Yeah, and he yeah. he Grabbed comes he comes over and like man, he, it was it was coach esque in the way that he was ripping into him and pushing him back and telling him, you know. You know where they were at at that point in the game, and you could tell he was just giving it to him. And I was like, "Man, look at this dude! Like, that's a leader right there." And he did that with Drake early in the game. Not he didn't yank him back, but he threw that threw that yeah deep ball, mm-hmm. and they seemed to not be on the same page. And he raced over to the sideline to kind of it looked like, you know, what were you seeing? What was I seeing? Kind of a thing, and yeah. then raced back to the hole. Yeah. No, I, yeah, they showed that on the television. They showed that no, when he ran over. The, he's, kid's he's unbelievable. He's special. Yeah. Now, Oregon helped him out last night by deciding to play man-to-man defense almost all night long. So that's fantastic. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if they watched the last four games of uh, all the eight men drop zone that got played against him and said, ah, we'll be good with our man. I don't know what Oregon was looking at, but uh, he ate him up. And uh, everything was working for him on offense last night. It was fun. It's amazing right. how you well, can there's... set up those deep balls with a run game. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I didn't see that a lot last night. Um... All right, we'll take a timeout. We got more. Who you want next, TJ? Who are you dialing up next on the? Uh, uh, on did the, you say uh, you have Brian Odom? Meter. Yeah, let's hear from Brian Odom. Sure, let's hear from Brian Odom. He did a great job. We got Brian Odom time. coming up. More of your text messages and phone calls as well. We'll be back live in San Antonio. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Out of the shotgun, Caleb Williams. He's got it. Back to pass. Looking left. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment. Oh, what a moment indeed. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon, $8.99 listing fee. You heard that correct, $8.99. They don't discount their service but save you thousands of dollars. Did I hear that right? You heard it right. Call Terry up if you're looking to move to uh, Norman from Piedmont. 405-361-3380 or visit (laughs) saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. 
Uh, only thing missing was Bob being taken up on a chariot of fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, how many coaches are 1-0 in bowl games as an interim in their retirement years? Only one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I guess. Uh, I guess. Don't really understand what Caleb Williams would need to say. Is he not our quarterback until he says he's not? People should uh, calm down. Him saying nothing at all is probably the answer everyone wants. No, that's not the answer everyone wants. The answer everyone wants is, this is where I'm at. I'm a Sooner. I'll be here next year. We're going to build off of this. Let's go. Not, uh, I've got to get with my dad and my representation to see what NIL deals are out there, and if there's something lucrative for me, I've got to weigh that and think about that in my options. But that's a part of the game now. Yeah. That's what's going on here. You're right. There's You're money right. on the table now for these guys, more so than You're, hey, the trunk Much like uh, the guys uh, in the afternoon, cash. you're telling it like it is, whether it's what they want to hear or not, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is starting to feel like the girl that just won't commit. At some point, you have to say thanks and move on. Getting tired of the constant bleep kissing of CW when the truth is he has a lot of work to work on. Wow. Yeah, well, they're not moving hey, on. Hey, you people like that, too. Calm down. You already ran off one quarterback. You're, you're not going to run off nine, another one. Be nice, nine okay? Months till we play, he's got nine months till we play again. What, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you in a hurry for? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the D in the second half? Not wanting to be negative, Nancy just thought, yeah. wow, what are we doing? Uh, not covering people, apparently, <laughs> what they decided to do in some of those situations. Mm -hmm. uh, one more here. I'll let you get to the phones. Uh, Ralph from Tulsa, Haggard Keeper of the Keys. Maybe he's volunteering there. And can we talk about the booth you guys were in? I watched the in the booth feed, and that looked tiny. Oh no, not really. Um, I would say maybe slightly below average, but we've been in much smaller booths than that. We got four people across the front, and uh, with relative ease. So I don't know how it appeared on the in the booth feed, but uh, that's one of the best booths we've ever been in last night because it was low to the field, 40-yard um, line, no windows in front of us, completely open air. It was tremendous. The, the whole Alamo Bowl experience, the stadium, other than me locking the keys in the car, was wonderful. Loved everything about it. So, no, that, we've been in much, much smaller booths. Uh, that that one was great. That was no problem. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Steve, how are you, sir? Sir. And uh, I wanted to say, you guys caught it, uh, Caleb getting on Farouk last night uh, when they had the skirmish on the sidelines. Uh, I know the guy's a showman, and I know he – uh, he feels like this is his team, but that's just another little thing right there. Hey, yeah. you know, he didn't have to do that. If he was leaving, he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I want to look at it. And uh, That's uh, his he, buddy, too. you got to you know, remember, he and Farouk uh, grew up best friends in D.C. 
they played together forever, so uh, that that's probably part of that equation. Yeah, I think too. I saw last night they've played together since they were eight years old. Is what I saw someone. Put I did last not night. know that. I did not know that. Ed, pretty good little receiver, though. I I really yeah. enjoyed watching him last night. Uh, and as far as running around the field blowing kisses, I just look at it like this. You know, I love you, Sooner fans. I love the fans. That's the way I look at it. I don't think it's a kiss of goodbye uh, or anything. I think we just need to settle down in the off season, and it'll come out. And number thirteen will be out there again. Hey guys, happy New Year! See you, Steve. Happy New Year. All right, TJ asked for Brian Odom. Another guy I was very happy for last night when we caught up to him. He was just standing down on the field, kind of away from the pack, looking around the stadium, seemed to be just kind of soaking in the moment after the game, and uh, and our guys caught up with him. Here's Brian Odom. Coach, congratulations. How did it feel first time calling a game and to come away with a dub like this? Well, it's tell two halves. So it, there was times it felt really, really good, and there was times it felt really bad. Uh, very fortunate to get a win. They've got a good program. They've got really good coaches. They do a great job. Uh, I think they kind of got me on the chess game a little bit at times. Um, but, you know, I'm so proud of, the, of our players in the locker room. I'm so proud of the effort that they gave and what they put in, especially the last two weeks, to come out here and finish this for, uh, you know, really for themselves and kind of set them up for the future. So very, very proud of our players. I know it was, you know, it was a no-brainer for you to come back, finish the season out with your guys. How did it feel being able to experience this with them? You know, I'll be honest with you, I hadn't really, as much time as I've had to prepare for it, it hasn't set in yet. You know, there's not a, there's emotions, but not a ton of emotions now. I'll probably get to my hotel room tonight and start crying and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm excited for those guys, and they've, they've been a joy to work for. And, and it, I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm able to walk out of here with my head held high and big chest out because uh, the University of Oklahoma has done so much for me, um, not only as an undergraduate, but also in the professional career. Just so thankful for my time uh, at Oklahoma. It was a, it was a blessing. And, uh, I mean, we're grateful for you, dude. It, I think you're the absolute best. It's been fun to cover you. But now as you move on, kind of take us through what you see in the future in this linebacker core for the Oklahoma Sooners now going forward. Danny Stutzman and some of these young guys? Yeah, the future is going to be really bright. And, you know, and, and the guys that, that Oklahoma was able to sign this year um, are really good people. they got really great families. The uh, common denominator between Danny Stutzman and Shane Witter and the, and the two inside linebackers they signed is – they all love football. They all love football, and they're very, very competitive. Um, and it was, you know, it's a blessing to be around those two guys, and it was a blessing to be able to recruit uh, those two guys that they signed this year. I think the guys finding you, giving you the Gatorade bath, tells you, tells me and everyone everything we need to know about how they feel about you. But first Gatorade bath? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never in a million years would I think I'd get a Gatorade back. <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But the first thing I said was, guys, guys we've got to, they've got to get a first down. And you should have just waited one more play. But uh, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. We, we had a good time over there on that. It was a good moment. Uh, best of luck, Coach. We're fans for life. And congratulations, man. Thanks. Thanks, guys. The end-of-game Gatorade bounce, by the way, became like a Oprah's Favorite Things episode. <laughs> They're like, you get a Gatorade, and you get a Gatorade. I'm I, like, when are they going to run out of Gatorade? I, I did think, too, Bob's was a little premature. I'm like, oh, that may have been a play or two too early. Come on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen crazy things happen. So, uh, no, that was that was great. It was uh, 
it was Gatorade all over the place. No, no okay, rock and roll come, tequila though, from what I know. Nah, we, no. Well, we don't know what was in that yeah, bucket. Yes, um, that's true. It wasn't clear, however. So, uh, when we come back, let's revisit how we did yesterday on the show, and then TJ, who's our next uh, audio going to be from? I got both Stoops, I got Kale, and I got Mims still. Uh, let's hear from uh, Drake and Kale, the next two up, whatever order you want to put them in. Drake and Kale, got it. T-Row in the Morning Show live in San Antonio. You want to text the show, your thoughts, the morning after, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439, back after this. my ground. This is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. There's a play action. Deep drop. There it is. Caleb He's looking deep. Him. Let's it fly. Marvin behind the defense. Got it! Bam! Peter! Marvelous! Touchdown! Hi guys, down here at Drake Stoops. Take me through what it was like to catch a touchdown pass and go over to the sideline to see your dad and your brother there. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool, I man. Family is family, so that means everything to me. But it was awesome getting to catch a touchdown, help the team out, get, get the lead going. And then, I mean, it was real cool getting to see them on the sideline. You know, it's not an everyday thing. But, you know, you, I say Pop's dad. Coach Stoops told us that he never had a chance to coach you before. So what, right. how unique was it? I mean, it was definitely unique. It's one of those things that I'm, I'm grateful to have that experience. You know, it's just a one-time thing, and I'm, I'm definitely very grateful to have that experience. I'm sure he is, too. You know, so uh, Coach Venables was telling us about back in the day when they first started here. You guys yeah. would have, like, the you and Jackson uh, yeah. and, and all, all, all Sumlins. I mean, how yeah. cool is it now to see this go full circle and uh, see BB awesome. back here? It really shows us just how that family is family, you know, and OU's always been, been about that. And to see it come full circle and everyone is kind of back now and kids are all growing up, I mean, it's really cool. Can you take us through what was just clicking tonight? You know, I, I know you had a different uh, receivers coach, Kale, right. call in place. What was clicking for this team tonight? Uh, we were just playing for each other, you know, making making uh, base plays, making routine plays, you know, running our base offense and just running it to the best of our ability and, you know, making throws, making catches, and, you know, just running the ball. Offensive line played great. Running backs running behind them, and, you know, just playing routine ball and playing to our strengths. And how about these Sooner fans that showed out for the Alamo? It was great, wasn't it? Ah, uh, this is awesome. I mean, they pretty much have the majority of the stadium filled up. So, I mean, <laughs> OU Nation's the best. Can you tell us how excited you are for the future of Sooner football? Oh, super excited. It's a bright future, and, uh, yeah, Coach Venable's going to get us on the right path, and uh, it's all going to work out. Congrats, man. Thank you. Drake Stoops had exactly one catch last night. But it will be one that will forever be remembered. <laughs> what a special, special moment. Yeah, I like uh, he had missed the one on the one you talked about earlier where Caleb kind of ran over to him and asked what went wrong that I thought he was going to have him on. And I, I even said, I looked at Caleb, like, they've got to get him one. They've got to get him one. And so when it happened, we're, we're high-fiving. Bronx is at Nana and Pawpaws, <laughs> but he's texting us from his iPad. Stoops! <laughs> he's all celebrating at Nana and Pawpaws. So that was, that was cool. Well, that leads us in to seeing how we did yesterday. Our pregame predictions. Final score was 47-32. Steely's uncle, TJ, you remember, predicted 91-3. They were on their way at halftime. Yeah, they had the three part. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You were 
much closer than him. You had 52-24, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is a 28-point margin of victory. They won by 15. But they covered. You had them covering. And I, I, I'm going to give you that one. Well, I, I think that's pretty good by you. I mean, actually, if you think about it. All right. The one touchdown was taken away. Correct. Uh-huh. We we both think that was a touchdown, which would have been another four points because they ended up with a field goal okay. on that drive. So that would All have right. been four more points to put them at 51. Gabe Burkich, how could I have ever have known he would have missed an extra point? That's 52. Um, that's 52. And really, I mean, they let them have that one touchdown where they didn't even cover the guy. They felt bad. Yeah. They were getting up by so much. And right. they went for two and got that. So that's eight points. So if you take eight away it. from them, it's 52-24 is exactly On what I dot. said. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think of it like that, but now that you say that, <laughs> way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Three predictions. Um, you know, you go into every year, TJ, wondering, can I do it again? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I say I'm not going to do three predictions again this year because there's no way I can re- replicate the unbelievable track record that I've built through. I, I I should walk off on top, but I'm glad I did because uh, what a year. And again last night, TJ, you remember the Mario, right? I remember, you remember the Mario. that play down I, the middle where he got his helmet them. ripped off? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember him. Uh, that's one. Uh, key INT, there was a key INT on the opening drive of the game for Oregon when the ball was deflected into the air and <laughs> Justin Broyles came down with it. That was a key to the game. That, that Otherwise, Oregon jumps out in front. You know, that was early in the game, but as soon as that happened, I said, man, that was key. Yeah. Drake Stoops touchdown. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, no, you, we just we just talked about that. So you got that one dead on. That's three. I predicted two-plus tricks by the Sooners last night, two or more tricks. There was the reverse. Remember the the, uh, double reverse that they ran uh, to Mario, and he turned the corner, got about 15 of it, Mm -hmm. 15 yards out of it. And then there was the trick in the postgame where Bob Stoops took off his visor and gave it to Brent Venables, (laughs) which was awesome. Right. So nailed that one. And then uh, the one that got me in a little bit of hot water with you and the listeners yesterday, TJ, uh, I predicted Anthony Brown would have more total yards than Caleb Williams. Uh, Caleb, 242 passing, 34 rushing, 276 total yards. Anthony Brown, 306 passing, 21 rushing, 327 total yards. So it's a five-for-five five night Look at you. on three what predictions. A, what a night for you. 60-5 and five on the year, TJ, officially, on uh, three predictions. And now's your opportunity to praise me if you'd like. No, I think you had an amazing run this year, an amazing uh, bowl game to finish it off. You were uh, extremely good I- in your predictions last night and didn't even really have to uh, finagle things too much. So, What do you mean? I don't know. What you I, mean. I, I don't know. There was one additional prediction. I don't know if you remember. You made that Caleb would have more yards by halftime, <laughs> right? Than Anthony Brown. And if it wouldn't been for those defensive games. backs, I would have been right. 
<laughs> Darn kids. Uh, so all in all, all in all, a good a good night. I'll tell you one more prediction that came true yesterday that was not a part of my official predictions, but I found myself some enchiladas yesterday on the river walk too at lunchtime. I saw your picture Woo! of the enchiladas. Those look pretty uh, mm. look pretty legit. Someone wanna remind you uh Jeremiah Hall lining up under center on the run, so that was a trick oh, play. Yeah, we'll so, take that. No, yeah, three no, there's tricks. a trick. Three yeah, tricks. There you go. Yeah. The old belldozer play right That's there. That's right. Um, yeah, no, they were delicious. Uh, I tell you, man, it, 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 there are a lot of Sooner fans that know this because they're here. And they, and when we go to bowl games, it's, it's about the most fun you can have if you're a Sooner football fan is to go to a bowl game. Um. Especially one. Now they're all different. One like this, though, is a great setup here in San Antonio. That's why this is a great Final Four city. Because all the hotels are centrally located. You can walk to the stadium. Everything's down here. The fans, like the the team hotel, becomes the central congregating point for everyone. So you go through the lobby, TJ, and you could have fifty different conversations. Hey, you know, everybody sees each other. Everybody's eating. You go to the restaurants. Everybody's eating together. There's scissor hands, or there's lumber lady, or TJ's over. We uh, we went and had lunch yesterday, and uh, Andrew Shepard, my spotter, was with us. Yeah, I know. Uh, spotter, I mean, spotter Andrew Shepard was with us. We pick out a Mexican restaurant randomly along the river walk. We walk in. Well, we had to wait 30 minutes to be seated. We get seated. We walk in. We sit down, and at the next table is Andrew's wife. We didn't even know that she didn't sell. He didn't know where she was going to lunch. She didn't know where he was going to lunch. They got sat next to each other uh, on the Riverwalk. She was with her the kids and some of her friends. So it's just, you've been to a bowl game before, right? Somewhere? Uh, yes. Uh, LSU, the the national title game. Yeah. Okay. So New Orleans is well. That one obviously was a bad result, but New Orleans is a great bowl city too. In that same similar to this. A team hotel, everybody together. You can walk everywhere. It's just a giant Sooner party. It's just great. I mean, the whole hotel is crimson and cream. There's Toby Keith walking through the lobby. Here comes the players. Hey, that's Brent Venables. It's just, it's awesome. Now, it depends on the bowl game. Like Miami, not that way. Miami's all spread out. Everybody's all over the city. Rose Bowl, same thing. Everybody's all over. Dallas, unfortunately, same thing. Uh, everybody just kind of drives down to the game and back, you know. I mean, and and even if they stay in Dallas, they're kind of all spread out. Mm-hmm. But this one's great. New Orleans is great. Um, yeah, you know, surprisingly, Atlanta was really good. Atlanta was like this, where. You could walk to the game, and there's a central area downtown. Everybody hangs out together. I, I was not expecting that, but it was it was really nice. I'm trying to think. What are the Fiesta Bowl's pretty spread out. Um, what am I missing? What am I missing? I feel like there's one more out there I'm not thinking of. Let's see. You've went through Sugar, uh, Orange, Fiesta, Rose. Yeah. So, um, anyway, this was a great Peach. experience. Peach was Atlanta. I just mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned that. Now, at New Orleans, and, and uh, yeah, who knows? Hopefully we'll never be back here for the Alamo Bowl. Uh, 
they're not a tie-in with the SEC, and if OU is still in the Big 12 next year or the years after, you hope they play better than being in the Alamo Bowl. But uh, for this year and the way everything unfolded and the Bob Stoop storyline, I mean, there were there were 35, 40,000 OU fans at that game last night. It was uh, it looked crazy. like a home game. It was impressive on television and played well on the TV with what uh, Sooner Nation did last night, that's for sure. And if you would like your Bob's Got Our Back t-shirt, those are available at the ref's shop. You can get them now still. Uh, just go to sportstop1400.com, go to the store, and buy your Bob's Got Our Back shirt with the visor on it. Do we have any uh, Listener 31 shirts left? That's the one I really want. Um, I uh, I removed that from the site. No, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> I kid, I kid. 747, Cale uh, Gundy coming up. And in the third hour of the show, if you did not hear in the first hour today, maybe you went to bed after the game last night, we'll have that podium audio again, the passing of the visor. The Iconic the moment. Visor. Iconic moment in Sooner history. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show. We are back on the T-Row in the Morning Show on the ref. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. $8.99 $8.99 listing fee, putting that money in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or visit saxonrealtygroup.com. Yeah, the kid was uh, texting from Nana and Pawpaws last night. Nana made us be the bad guys last night. What? She uh, had uh, alerted us earlier in the evening. She goes, I just realized what time this game starts. Will you please be the bad guys and tell Bronx he has to go to bed at halftime and I'll record it and he can watch Why? the second half tomorrow? Because Nana and Pawpaw had to get to bed. And uh, oh come on, <laughs> Nana and Papa! Uh, so, Are these the Texas? Is this Texas Papa? Uh, it is Texas Papa. Yeah, so, that's ridiculous. So he'll watch the second half today. We 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 played the bad guy. You know that is this, late for Nana and Papa. This needs. Well, what is what does it matter if they're awake? Um, he doesn't need supervision to watch a football game. Probably not at this point in his life, but I don't think they want him to be at that point in his life, if that makes sense. No, what are they afraid of? Uh, uh, they don't want their uh, little baby growing up, you know. They want him to be the kid they put to bed and tell him it's time for Hang bed. On. and yeah. What is the what is needs to be supervised about watching a football game? Um, probably nothing. Like I said, he's perfectly capable of turning off the TV and going to bed. He probably wouldn't have made it to the end. To be honest, he would have fallen asleep on the couch. Um, but I get you. I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm What's with you. What's Papa's uh, phone number? <laughs> you want me to give it out on the air for all the OU fans? <laughs> yeah, I want. I want everyone to bombard him. <laughs> well, I think it was Nana wanted to go to bed more and wasn't going to leave her uh, baby cakes up that late. So you know, yeah, he put Bronx to bed. Oh, so my God, the kid's <laughs> driving a four wheeler. I knew that would get you going. Ridiculous. I knew that would get you going. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. B.A. Boomer says Jalil Farouk, a player to keep your eye on next year. Boomer. Agree. Like, last night I was sitting there and I'm like, why hasn't this kid been lighting it up all year? Look at him. Obviously they've got a chemistry, so come on. One catch, 
for five yards on the season. Yeah, going into last night, he's running all over the Impact place. Impact guy. Night. Last Plus, night. he's got a fun name to say, Farouk. That is a cool name. It is a cool yeah. name. Uh, T. Jamil Farouk. Uh, T-Row, great call from a 56-year-old. I know you think it's all falling apart this morning. I'm here to tell you, you're right. <laughs> Do you mean the show's falling apart or you are? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they're both true. I don't know exactly Look, there's what no, he's referring to. There's no doubt you took years off of your life last night with the way things went. For those so. who are just now waking up, I locked my keys in the car last night after the game. Uh, with Teddy, Gabe, and Chris with me, we were locked in the uh, locked out of our car in the parking lot of the Alamo Dome until three o'clock in the morning when we got a locksmith. So uh, it was a thirty-five minutes of sleep last night coming into the show. Uh, we sat in the parking lot for an hour and a half waiting for the locksmith to arrive. It's been a uh, it's been a night. Oh man. Uh, the passing of the visor, fade to black. That's the last scene in the 30 for 30. Magical indeed. I agree. I uh, think it's too good for a 30 for 30. I think this is straight to Hollywood, baby. This is a blockbuster. Remember that Blindside movie? That's oh got yeah. nothing oh on yeah. this. That thing won awards, man. Yeah, Sandra Bullock uh, was nominated for a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of screenshots, too, of the Perion Winfrey tweet last night. I did see that last night. I am aware of it, and it was Hit a me. direct shot. He, uh, As things were rolling in that first half, he sent out a tweet that simply said, uh, with two, like, hmm emojis, you know, I wonder what the problem was. <laughs> Perion. <laughs> I think that's all you need to say about that. Perry on. That was dad no, getting was, on to him right there. Like, what are you doing, Perry on? <laughs> I was somewhere yesterday. I don't remember if I was in the lobby, the hotel, or at lunch or something. I was telling a story or doing something. Anyway, I mentioned the name Lincoln Riley out loud. And, like, people gasped and looked at me. Like, <gasps> Clutch my pearls. He said it loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I dropped an F-bomb or something in the middle of a crowd. <gasps> He's going to turn to salt. <laughs> well, I got I was on with uh, Steely yesterday during their show. I'll be back with him today. And I've got to train myself because I said Lincoln a couple of times. And, oh, his texters were angry at me. It's mule shoe if you didn't know around here. <laughs> Better neck yourself. <laughs> if you're going to live in Steelyville, <laughs> yes. you better learn the rules. That's right. Yeah, learn the rules. All right, top of the hour timeout. we got a bunch to come next hour. I want to hear your text, too, your thoughts, your phone calls. T-Row in the morning show live from the Alamo City. We'll be back.